We as Jews celebrated Shabbat, which was remembering the giving of the Ten Commandments. And they have a, a, a festival, a feast. They celebrate that. When you get in and look at Jewish tradition, um, there are many, many celebrations that they have. And um, they have God designed many of them for a specific purpose. The Passover, the Feast of the Tabernacles, where they would leave their homes and go live in tents for one week as a reminder to them of being set free from bondage. Um, So we ask, what do the Shabbat, the Passover, the Feast of the Tabernacles, the Washington Monument, Sunday, and Memorial Day all have in common? What they all have in common is that they are days or monuments that are set up to help us to remember the mighty works of God, to help us remember our history. This weekend is is Memorial Day weekend, and we live in such a throwaway society that nothing means much to us anymore, and we don't remember what has happened in our lives. To most people, Memorial Weekend is the unofficial beginning of summer, basically. I mean, most don't realize that it began in 1865 as a memory of the over 500,000 Americans that were killed in the Civil War. Now, you know, that, that's just figures that, that we throw out there. But let me, let me remind you, we are, it has officially turned into a day to remember those who died in service for our country. That is the original design of it. And as I said, it, it began with a group of ladies that um, were instrumental in bringing to a mass grave of 257 Union soldiers in a prison camp. And as they um, came across this people, they reburied them, and a group of ladies came and decorated the graves with flowers of both northern and southern men that had given their lives in the Civil War. As I mentioned, 625,000 Americans died in the Civil War. Just just to put it in perspective, um, the Persian Gulf War, 258, Vietnam War, 58,000, Korean War, 36,000, World War II, 405,000, World War I, 116,000, the Mexican-American War, 13,000, the War of 1812, 20,000, 
the Revolutionary War, 25,000. So in that one war, which out of it was born Memorial Day, that we remember those that have given their lives, um, in that one war, it shook America as nothing ever had before. And or since. And, and from that was set aside that we need to remember those who have given their lives for the liberty that we enjoy, for the freedom that we enjoy, and, and to realize that because of that, it is important for us to take time to honor, to uh, give thanks, General George Patton said, It is foolish and wrong to mourn the men who died. Rather, we should thank God that such men lived. These were men and women that gave their lives for a cause greater than themselves. And throughout the Bible, God is continually bringing to mind events and practices to get us to remember the mighty works of God. Because we all struggle with remembering. Most of us, sad to say, don't value history very much. Uh, Most people are, as I said, our holidays are just get-togethers. Even our Christian holidays many times are not seen for the sense of causing us to remember the mighty works of God. So, in Joshua chapter 4, and I'm not going to take the time to read it, but the children of Israel had crossed the Jordan River, and God said, I want you to take one man from every tribe, and I want you to go into the Jordan River river, river, and to to." Pick up a stone and carry it on your shoulders. And I want you then to place it on the side of the river as a memorial. So they stacked the twelve stones together. And he said, this is a memorial to remind you of the mighty works of God that you walked across on dry ground. And then God came and delivered your enemies into your hands and did amazing things. And he said, I'm, I'm asking you to do this. I'm commanding you to do this so that your children will rise up and say, Hey, Dad, what's that pile of rocks for? And you'll be able to then go back and say to him, to your children, all the mighty works that God did. Now, we think that we don't forget the mighty works of God, but we forget them. We remember more the bad things in life than we do the good things in life. We remember our trials more than we remember the deliverances of God. And so God established memorials. And and for some of the reasons, number one, to help us to remember our history. Those who don't learn from history are bound to repeat it. And we are living that today. 
in our society today. Memorials are there to help us remember our history. As I said, the purpose of holidays are to help us remember the past. But secondly, they're to help us remember the works of God. We would have much more praise to God if we remembered what God has done. In our own lives, we forget the many things that God has done. And for that reason, he says, you should establish memorials. You should raise up memorials to help you remember the things that God has done because it's easy for us to forget. And in remembering, that produces praise to God. So it's to help us to remember the works of God. Thirdly, to strengthen our faith. When we call to mind how God has worked in our lives, it gives us hope, it gives us confidence for the battles that we're currently facing. It's important for us to see, wait a minute, God God proved faithful here, and He proved faithful here. Now I'm facing this great difficulty. My God is a faithful God. I can trust Him. As we remember the, the things that God has done, the Lord hath, the Scripture says, the Lord hath been mindful of us, thinking of the past, he will help us. See, it, it builds our faith. Look at God's proven faithful and true through the years. I can trust Him. And its purpose is to show greatness, to the, God's greatness to the next generation. As He said for the children of Israel, the, the next generation will say, why are you doing this? And you can say, This is to remind us of how God worked in our lives. This is to remind us. Let me tell you the story of what God has done in our life to pass on the faith to the next generation. So, I want to encourage you to build memorials to remember. First of all, a memorial of life. Every birthday should be a memorial that we give thanks to the faithfulness and mercy of God that He has allowed us to live another year. I mean, embrace it. Don't dread, oh no, I'm pushing 70 or whatever age it is. It's a testimony of the mercy and grace of God. And every birthday ought to make us go before God and say, God, you have been so faithful to me through these years. You have, you have delivered me and spared me in ways that I don't know. So first of all, our life. Secondly, our salvation and submission to God. This is, this is the greatest deliverance ever. That you were rescued from the penalty of your sin through faith in Jesus Christ, adopted into God's family, given a home in heaven, giving the Spirit of God that lives within you to guide and direct and empower you 
And we need to often go back and remember when we came to know Christ as Savior and to thank Him over and over again and to remember when, as Christian shared, when we fully surrendered to God. And it's something we do over and over again. But he said, I trusted Christ, but I was checking the boxes. But when I came to surrender and say, God, you are my life, that changed everything. And we, we need to go back and remember. And I ask you, can you remember that? Has there been a time that it changed everything? I mean, it, it's coming to the point where you say, you know what? All that matters in my life is my walk with God. It doesn't mean nothing else matters, but first and foremost is God. And you love God first and foremost. It'll make you a better husband. It'll make you a better wife. It'll make you a better neighbor. But it all begins here. We can't do it, as Christian shared. We can't do it in our own effort. And, and it's so important for us to realize and remember, remember the bondage that we were set free from. We were bound in our sin. It doesn't matter if it's alcohol. It doesn't matter if it's our own pride. It's all sin. It's all bondage. We could not set ourselves free. And we need to remember the bondage we were rescued from. We need to remember the price that was paid, that Jesus Christ paid the penalty for our sin. We need to remember, where would I be today if I'd never come to Christ? I hate to think where I'd be today if I'd never come to Christ, if I'd never yielded to Him. And remember where you were when you laid down your rebel arms and surrendered to God and said, God, I want to live my life for you. As, as the girls sang, bow the knee. It is bowing the knee to God and say, God, I'm no longer running my life. I am yielding these things that have happened in my life to you. I am bowing the knee to you. We need to, we need to build memorials of salvation and submission we need to build memorials of the chastening of God. When God has come into our life and chastened us. The Bible says, whom the Lord loves, He chastens. Christian, Christian shared when he walked off the wrestling mat and his dad said, you didn't get beat, you quit, something like that. Why did his dad say that? Because he didn't care for him? No, because he loved him. And there comes times in our life that God comes in and He brings some hard things into our life. The chastening of God when He got pulled over and sent to jail. That's the chastening of God. Why? Because God loves us. And there's many times in our lives things don't go our way and we get mad at God and angry at God. I, I, the January 29th every year, I thank God for the chastening of God that happened 50 years ago on January 29th in my life 
when he got my attention and said, it's not about Dennis, it's about God. And that's a memorial in my life. Every, every January, the end of January, I go and thank God for that, for the chastening of God. But we need to build memorials also for God's provisions and blessings to, to remember how God has directed and protected and supplied and even denied things in our life. There are, there are prayers that I look back that I say, God, thank you that you didn't answer that prayer. Because God knew it wasn't best for me. I mean, to, to go back and build memorials. Um, you know, in, in practical things, that how God provided you the house that you're living in. I mean... It's easy to forget, and we we complain about, well, this is breaking down and been better if it had an in-ground pool or whatever, you know. But how God provided you a job, how God has provided you health, how God has provided you um, the family that you have to go on and on. But we need we need to take time. To build memorials that make us make us remember the goodness of God, even in the material things, how God has provided. To look back and see God's hand at work in our lives. Another thing that God desires us to build memorials to remember is, is just the aspect of church. Gathering on the first day of the week to celebrate the greatest life, the greatest sacrifice, the greatest victory, and the greatest deliverance is the least that we can do. Can you, can you imagine a Jewish family saying, are, are we, should we celebrate the Passover? I don't know. We've we got a lot going on. I don't know if we want to celebrate the Passover. What, what we do every Sunday is we're gathering to remind ourselves He's risen. That's why we meet the first day of the week. It's a memorial. It's a, it's a gathering together to say, Wow, we are remembering the greatest gift ever given, the greatest life ever lived, the greatest sacrifice ever paid. This is what we're remembering. So it, it's, it's not a question... Are, are we going to church tomorrow? No, it's a given. This is, this is a memorial. We need to be reminded. We need to be reminded over and over and over again because we forget. We get caught up living our lives, doing our things, and we forget what God has done. And we forget really why we're here. We get caught up in the political and we get caught up in the economic and we get caught up in our community and we get caught up in our life and we forget that God has a purpose in all of that that He wants to use, but it's all about Him. And so there need to be memorials that, that we build 
and, and build and take ourselves to to remind us often. And there's also another, not memorial, it's, it's a, a memory reminder of what yet is to come. When God established the Lord's Supper, He concluded it by saying, You are to do this until the day of my return. He was pointing toward the coming of Christ. And we need to remind ourselves that everything I see in this world is not the end. It's not the entity of life. Everything I see is under God's control. And he said, let not your heart be troubled. You look around, there's many troubling things. Neither be dismayed. He said, I am going to prepare a place for you, and I will come again, that where I am, there you may be also. And it's a a reminder to us. It's a a memorial looking forward to, to what God has in store for us. And, And being reminded Man, the best is yet to come. That's what I have to look forward. We, we are all very, very forgetful. And the older you get, the more forgetful you get. Okay? I can say that as a personal testimony, all right? I mean, I, went, I stopped by Faisal's a, a while back to drop something off. And... Um, Got up to leave, and I go out to the car, and I go, Where, where's my phone? It's not in the car. I go back in. I say, I knock on the door, and Dave says, what's up? I said, I think I left my phone here. I think it's on the couch where I sat. And he just smiled, and he said, what's that in your hand, Pastor. I said, thanks, Dave. I need friends like you to look out for me. You know, God has put many, many blessings in our hands. And we forget about them. We don't thank God. We don't praise God. Not even, not even beginning to be enough. And, and to hear the mighty works of God, not only in our own life, but our hearts should be filled with praise and thanksgiving and hearing the testimony of Christian today and, and rejoicing, God, what a mighty God you are. And it ought to encourage us in the faith and it ought to cause us to be reminded. I mean, as, as Americans... This weekend, we need to take time and thank God for those that were willing to give their lives so that we can enjoy what we have here today. Not only those that gave their lives, those that served as well, but in particular, Memorial Day is to remember those that died in service for our country. But we have many, many blessings right here in our own hand. And God says, what's that in your hand? Oh, 
that's right, God, you have blessed me abundantly. I owe forever and ever and ever praise and adoration and thanksgiving to you. So I want to encourage you. You know, it, it may be um, setting up a, a, a set day of the year that maybe you don't remember the exact date you came to know Christ as Savior, but you set up a date to say, this is going to be my spiritual birthday. To think about the things that God, that God has done. I mean incredible things that he's provided and see that's that's the purpose for anniversaries it's not oh brother what am i supposed to get her for anniversary you know where do you go out to eat in sheraton iowa subway hardy's or the iron horse okay or whatever you know what i mean it's to say god you have been gracious to me in, in providing me the wife that you have given me. And thank you, Lord, for your mercies new every day. Thank you, Lord, that you've given us this time together. There are untold opportunities that we have to build memorials. And we need to build them. And we need to remember them. And we need to give praise to God. I'm going to ask Jason if he'll come. This is often a song that's early in, in our services we sing it. But the song is, To God be the glory, great things He hath done. Don't, don't punch, oh yeah, I heard this as a kid song, and blah, 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 it, out, it comes out without your mind engaged. To God be the glory. Great things He hath done. So loved He the world that He gave me His Son. And look at this. He yielded His life. He's asking us to yield our life to Him. But He yielded His life and atonement for sin and opened the life gate that I could go in. Let's stand together as we sing.